Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, my fellow survivors? A little sunny, but it's good. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like that overcast business is gone, and now the sun's shining, thankfully. Because yeah, well, you got these Sams running around. It, it's almost done. It's, you know, it's still out there a little bit, but it's it's almost gone. Little little sunshine kicks through now and then, a little cloud cover. Partly hazy with a chance of bloodsuckers. <laughs> yeah, beware, people. Beware the people uh, that you see walking around looking like ninjas. They're really vampires. Really? I don't know. So I'm, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, before no. <laughs> we get into this, just everybody head on over to purefandom.com. Check out all the stuff going on over there. A lot of great writers over there covering movies and shows and everything that you love. And if you like it, chances are someone's writing about it. So, Court, how can good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at JinDev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And do you know what else is on Facebook, Brad? I think we are. We are on Facebook a couple of times. We have Brad and Court Talk, Pure Fandom Podcast, where we just kind of talk about everything, all the shows and movies that we happen to love. And it's not just us. It's other people that join into the conversation and they drop stuff or post things with The Flash or whatever they happen to be watching. Uh, We have a dedicated Van Helsing uh, group that you can join in. It's about almost 300 people over there at this point in time. And we try to post a live discussion post uh, each week and where people can just drop in with whatever they want to talk about. We have a couple of the actors that will drop in sometimes just to drop a little note or to have a shout out to their crew members or to drop us a cool story. And if you hang out uh, towards the end of this podcast, I'll actually read this cool, creepy post from uh, the actor who plays Scab. Uh, He posted something about one of the locations and it's truly spooky. I'm going to re- let Brad read it because he has the great voice for it. Oh, I got to get my radio voice on? All right. Yeah, you get your okay. radio voice on. Okay. But like at the end. Oh, okay. At the end of it. That's fine. We can do yeah. it then. Yeah. All righty. That's going to be awesome. I got that pulled up here. So awesome. what was this episode about? This episode was 204, A Home. Vanessa is going through some really, really, really uh, rage issues trying to deal with the death of Dylan. And uh, Julius is just kind of hanging around, trying to help her out. And they're battling a bunch of vampires on the way. It's been a week since uh, Dylan died. And we see that a bunch of other things are happening. Like Sam is still crazy. And poor, 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 not Mohammed is having the worst time ever. Uh, Doc and Axel are still on the road. And things get complicated for them. We don't see our good friends, uh, Lucky and flesh this week unfortunately mm-hmm. but i'm sure they'll be back next week or the we real have plenty mohammed. going on huh the, or the real mohammed right like we hopefully we see him again but um we keep him away from sam yeah there's that okay i don't know how we missed this last week when we were talking about this school that these kids were in but it was a juvenile detention center I think we got a quick flash of the, the outside of the school, but we didn't see and that it, school bus. And I don't remember seeing the juvenile stuff on the back of their clothes. I I do well, but I didn't really that pay that much attention to it. <laughs> I just figured okay. it was something. It was just one of those moments where I'm like, I 
I, maybe I should have paid more attention to that part, and that made it started to make more no, sense as it went along. But. It does. It made more sense because they they had some some issues. All of them had some issues, but um, like the bus was the biggest clue ever. It's like, oh, that's where they are. Well, and then the kids inside. It was like the one that was in the lead, Brian, uh, total mm-hmm. douche. He had a little. He had a badge on. Which is, oh. you know, the kids in Juvie Hall, when the apocalypse starts, the officers there did not last long. Oh, for sure. When the natives got restless, things went down. And that kind of makes more sense about why guards would abandon the school to go look for their own homes. Right. I'd, I'd leave Juvie Camp. I'd be like, done. Y'all are out. Peace out. <laughs> but things also do not fare well when Sam shows up and starts to make finger necklaces. Oh no! And start speaking in riddles. Yeah. Like, where's Muhammad? Like, he wants to play hide and seek, guys. Please don't play hide and seek with Sam. Don't do it. It's just so creepy, man. He's got that going on. He's like, "Found you." <laughs> I'm just, oh god. He looks very Joker-like, doesn't he? It's there was the part where uh, Felix is Muhammad too. Felix is having issues with his new life and. He's got like at any point in time, this guy's just gonna kill me. And Sam uh-huh. wants to play hide and go seek, and he does that as he's trying to teach him sign language also, and he has that little creepy laugh going on. I'm just oh God. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole every like the whole thing where he sings songs things. Like uh, just kill me now. Like I'm scared of you. It's it's a creepiness. It's totally there. It's just the biggest creep factor ever. I'm <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> just Ah, uh, and so we'll just stick with Sam. Yeah. Sam has just been taking out everybody in the, in the uh, juvie hall, which is good for mm-hmm. Felix. Cause you know, as long as there's somebody else to feed on, he's at least going to, uh, have that. But when, yeah. when Sam goes to get somebody else out of detentions, out of the, the area where he trapped them in, I mm-hmm. loved it when he walked in there and Brian, the leader of the group there, threw somebody else in front of him and Sam took him instead. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, I was surprised when the girl popped up too. Like, I thought he would have taken her too. Yeah, he could wait on it. He doesn't have to do anything. But I was just like, Brian, you're an idiot. And then he starts whipping Brian just like Brian was doing to uh, Felix. Mm-hmm. Or, or was it, I don't know if that was Brian who was doing that or was somebody else. Either way. I think that was the first guy from last week who was doing it, but it seems like something that a bunch of them were doing. Right. Either way, it didn't really matter. He, he you know, he still kind of got what he deserved. He did. Like, it's still like poor Felix is sitting there the whole time and he's been there a week and you know, he's been witnessing all this. He can't have really eaten too much or drank too much. And he's freezing. He's like freaked out. Well, then he asked, you know, I want to learn to Sam, which is a good survival tactic. I just didn't really think his heart was into it. But do you realize what he did when he said that? Made friends with him. He made friends with him, but later, didn't, isn't that when he got the key, or did I miss him getting the key at some other point? And then I, he got it at some other point. Okay, because I thought when he hugged him, he got the key. All right, man, well, no, he may have got it at that point. 
Okay, because otherwise, for me, that that moment didn't make too much sense, except for bonding with the serial killer, so he doesn't kill you too. Uh, oh yeah, I bond with he didn't go. He didn't go with that enough. If you're gonna do that, you need to commit to it fully, so that if he calls you Mohammed, you don't say no. My name is Felix. If he calls you Mohammed, your name is Mohammed until somebody else can rescue you. Mohammed, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> what exactly. That's my you? name. Because <laughs> it's really, I mean, and looking at how you how things are going, this is your options. You're either going to live or die. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to try to convert for a little bit because all these people were idiots to me anyhow. So, you know, that's I, maybe not well, all of them. Like, I don't want to be serial killer with you. And I want to try to help the people who aren't completely evil, you know, get away. I, I'd like that. But how about I get away and I go get help? Yeah. Is that wrong? Well, you know, he tried that. Well, no, he, he he trapped him in the basketball court. He was really bad at this. Well, but he was he's a child, so it's fine. Well, he this is all he had. At least he was smart enough when he was trying to get him out, and you know the key didn't work. That he did go up into the air duct system because he knew where he's going there. Which you know that was a kind of smart move. Yeah. And coming out on top where there's sun, smart move also because you know suns can't burn vampires. Right. However, Should've stayed up there. Sam is a smarter than most people because he has his own little outfit, uh -huh. and where he you know walks around and goes, "Run, run, run, Mohammed," <laughs> <laughs> and it's even more creepy than he was before. And what How out, is that possible? And he's out in the basketball court going, "Are you there? Are there?" He's having so much fun with this. And you caught me. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't. You should know better. You did not catch him. Uh, but you know, so that didn't help out very well. Felix got caught, and I Felix lost a finger, I believe. Did he lose a finger? I thought he lost it, part of his tongue. I thought he lost his finger. It, he could have lost his finger. I just thought there was a lot of blood around his mouth, and he was having a hard time talking because uh, he was he was saying, "I'm not um, Mohammed. I'm Felix." And I was like, "Oh crap! He's going to lose his tongue." Oh, maybe, but he may have lost a finger. I just figured it was a finger. Now, did Felix actually survive, or was Felix? Yeah, gonna... he did. No, he survived. Because remember Vanessa? Did he? Oh, well, we didn't see. Oh, oh man, maybe he didn't. We didn't see. All we saw was Sam making a finger, adding more fingers to his finger necklace. <gasps> Poor Felix. Yep, I don't know. Felix, maybe. Felix, not. <sighs> we'll find out maybe next week. Uh, so Vanessa, well, we'll clear this up real quick. Doc and Axel traveling along. Mm -hmm. So Axel's plan when he gets really hungry was to have Doc tie him up. That was a, not a good plan because she ties him up and then she ties a rope around his mouth. I'm like, isn't he just going to chew through the rope? Yeah, couldn't he just pull that apart? I mean, it wasn't a big, he had one spike in the back of a tree. I'm not seeing that it wasn't. Uh, and then she runs maybe, in front. Then Doc runs maybe, in front of him. <sighs> yeah, but maybe he's not really motivated. And like we talked about last week, maybe if he does bite her, he won't like her blood. Like the whole thing with Julius. Right. But I think he'd just more or less kill her if he actually went for it. Yeah, with the whole blood rage thing. Right. He really needs to find Vanessa. Yeah, definitely. And now I wonder what he's going to do with Doc after he finds there. That should be interesting. I don't think he's going to do anything with Doc. I think he's still in love with her. 
Mm-hmm. He has, he's having complicated feelings since she almost got him killed. Well, technically, va- she did get him killed. Complicated vampire feelings. Yep. He has very complicated vampire. It's the apocalypse, Brad. What do you want? <laughs> it is the apocalypse. Speaking of the apocalypse, Vanessa's having massive rage issues taking out vamps, but he, mm-hmm. she hasn't kicked Julius away yet. Yeah, they've been working together, taking out vampires. So it's been a really great week for them. Mm. And like she's having all her little rage berserker issues and it's working out. And then he confirms something we knew from last week where he tells her that he felt her pain right. like when she when she lost Dylan and everybody who was connected to her, who she's brought back, has, they felt that pain. Well, that's actually what Doc said, too. She goes, we have to go this way. I feel this is the mm-hmm. way that we go. So her doing that whole screaming thing brought the pain that she's now a homing pigeon for everybody else. Everybody knows where to go. Homing, Yay. homing pigeon, homing beacon. <laughs> it's, hey, it's the same funny. thing, Brad. Yeah. Same-ish thing. Yeah, same-ish thing. So, yeah. So <laughs> she's the one, you know, going around. Yeah, so we're at episode four. So hopefully our group will make their way back together at some point in time. Um, I feel that we need a list of vampires that we know of because we know we got the elites and we have the, what is Feral. Scab considered? What was Scab and Scab? Fluff considered? I thought Scab was a, is, I thought Scab was a feral. No, he's not feral. Or he was just, uh, well, he was just with uh, Julius's brood. Right. So we have the elite. We have Julius's brood. But what, is, what are those vampires? Because like, what is Sam? Sam's not feral. I don't know. See, like, that, I don't know what the title of, it, of those guys are. Yeah, we have the ancients, we have the elites, we have uh, the people who've qualified to be in Julius's brood, and then we had right. the ferals, and now we have Skinners. Right. Which All is, right, so good. They're brand new, because I was like, wait a minute, have I seen these, like, have I heard of these guys before? Because I know we hadn't seen them, because that was weird. Right. The whole thing was wild. No, yeah, then they're just basically... Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they just, you know, do the whole Le- face. Leather face. Yeah, leather body, more or less. <laughs> They're going with the whole uh-huh. wearing of the skin part. And, you know, when Julius says run, maybe she should actually kind of listen to him occasionally because he is an ex-vampire after all. Yeah, he does know about the Skinners, doesn't he? Yeah, and I think, he, and even he knows, dude, this is not a place to be around. And especially since you're, like, skinning people. Uh-huh. Which, you know... Although for Vanessa, Van- Vanessa has an advantage there. But it, it still hurts. It still hurts. I mean, they went to uh, eat on Julius and uh, realized he tasted nasty. And then he's like, yeah, go bite her. So what would happen if a Skinner turned back? You think they'd just go crazy? Because, I mean... I think they'd be very much like Sam. Or, or would they? Or was that when she had, got attacked by a feral to kill the ferals? Like they Ooh. can't be turned back because there's a certain spot where you go into the def- the vampire line where it just doesn't turn get you to be returned back to human. Maybe they wouldn't come back then. I think so they'd only if do she, that I think if she did the thing with Sam, I don't think he would come back then. Right, because he's embraced that part. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Sam would. Well, be no, very, no, he's very like Julius was very aggressive too. But Sam was like that beforehand. Sam had a finger collection before. True. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not going to be too happy with it. He was just being hidden for the longest time. Yeah, like he's embraced that whole thing. Right. So Vanessa gets skinned. Little little huh. touch off the shoulder there. Uh huh. And then a little kid comes running out into the <laughs> into the middle of them. And I uh-huh. was like, "Where? What? 
are you doing there? Yeah, I was trying to figure out if that was the little girl. Um, I can't remember her name right now from from last season, the one who was with Doc and Axel. But she she was with she's still with the Resistance, right? That was the one that showed. She up. didn't go with them. Well, that was the one that showed up with Doc. Well, in in the last episode, yeah, she stayed with the Resistance. They, they left her there. Right. I thought you said last season for something. I was like, no. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, they knew her from last season. Right. Yeah, we knew her from last season, but the last episode is when they left her behind. They didn't keep her with her. Right. Right. So, yeah, no, this was a whole new little girl just wandering into a group of Skinners. And get him to run after him and the kids attack him and everything else. That was totally a trap. And, Stupid Skinners. Yes. It's the Johnsons. They saved her. Thanks to Johnson family reunion. We really appreciate your help so much. And it is a it is a far better home for apocalyptic children. They have tree houses, they sleep underground. It seems Yes, they cool. are very, very hunger games, and I appreciate it. And you know, Julius is on board with the orphanage thing. Vanessa, not so much. <laughs> Julius is very into the whole thing. Like he's very lighthearted in this. It's funny to watch the difference from Julius last season to uh even Julius this season. I, I know, right? The man has range. <laughs> he so yeah, he's doing what thing. Next thing you know, he's walking through at this one point, like carrying a child on his shoulder, like a piece of meat. And I'm like, who is this child, and why is he carrying? <laughs> but then he's like playing tag with him and everything, and I was like, okay, all right, whatever, man, you're good. But Vanessa's not buying on everything to go. She always thinks there's something more underneath of it. And oh, I was agreeing with her. It was too good. Why? Well, they can have a defense and they can set up stuff and there's going to be all these children that are left over. It's kind of their world. You can't, uh, like, she's all worried about having kids be kids growing up, but come on, you have a good chance of being vampire food right off the bat. I mean, I, I agree with that, but still, like, generally in these kind of situations, there's always something shady going on behind the scenes. And I was just waiting to see what the other thing was, just like Vanessa. And, yeah, but Vanessa's such a party pooper, though. This is, like, amazing storytelling. Great, <laughs> great performance of Beowulf. And she goes, yeah, that's not how that happened. And he's like, smack, shut up, woman. <laughs> why Why you got to do that? Why? It wasn't like that's not quite how the story went. I, she must have been an English major, also. Leave her alone. But I know it's not the way to story. But there was a there was a moral. You know, t- you're telling stories. It doesn't work that way. Uh, th- that that scene actually reminded me of, and now I can't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> that movie that had the dragons in it that was set in the future, not in the, well, not in set in the future. The, the dragons that uh, came from England. You, no, you know this movie I'm talking about. I know you do. Uh, does it have Christian Bale? I think it did have Christian Bale in it. It also I had, know what you're talking about. Um, it also had, what's his name? Um, Reign of Fire. That's what it was. So there's that episode in Reign of File, Fire where the he's Christian Bale's telling the story of Star Wars. <laughs> And it was the first thing that I thought about with that. It's, I hated that movie. It was horrible. But, you know, you're telling a story the best that you can remember because you heard the story. Some things may get changed in the process for the point that you're trying to tell. And I think it worked out pretty good. But it was like, 
I was like, seriously, Vanessa, why do you have to jump in there and say, no, that's wrong. You're doing it wrong. Stop trolling, <laughs> she said, man. Never mind. <laughs> but she's already like, all the kids are like, what? <laughs> see her trolling. Yeah, well, she she did troll, but it was cool. I liked it. It was a good moment right. to kind of break break it up a little bit. Well, I think she finally got on to the point that they were talking about. Maybe I don't know. Even Julius is like, "Oh, dude, come on." So they have the meetup. Yeah, but she was still super suspicious because she had that moment earlier with the one kid. Uh, was it Dylan Deacon something something like that? And um, he, he had like the cuts or whatever, and she thought that the that the the other guy had been hurting the kids. So Vanessa's kind of she's a little sensitive right now. She just lost her, her daughter, and she's just suspicious of the world. Right, and so the other guy comes over. He goes, "Okay, you need to stop being a downer, man. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you're doing it." And she asks about the scars. Said, "I know what's going on here." It's like, "No, you don't." So we find out that he came from, or she came. Yeah, he came from the detention center. So got off. Oh, that trade. was a great reveal. So, yeah, that was interesting. Then they had a meet up, and they were going to take her to show that the kids over there are all damaged, also. Mm-hmm. And. They get to the bridge, no one there, and they say, you know, this is our agreement. They don't cross the bridge. We don't cross the bridge. <laughs> and Vanessa goes, says, she doesn't listen to anyone who crosses the bridge. <laughs> and the guy goes, uh, she's not much of a planner, is she? He goes, and Julius, she's a Van Helsing. That's her plan. I just like, that was the best <laughs> line ever. <laughs> That's her plan. She's a Van Helsing. It's all good. And they get to the detention center. And her and Julius walk in because no one else is smart. Oh, no one else wants to do that. And as yeah. soon as she sees the fingers missing, she knows exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. Hello, Vanessa. <sighs> yeah. He was creepy. That was so creepy. It was perfect. Yep. So, hmm. I don't, I'm looking forward to next episode. I mean, is that was, it was a good one. Uh, this oh, a big reveal. Sure. We got the Sam thing going on. Uh, is Muhammad version two still alive? Is Felix still kicking it? Uh, I don't know. We'll uh, there, check it out next week. Is there anybody left alive or did Sam kill everybody? I guess we'll find out. Okay. One of the bigger things that we also need to go with on this episode was the ninja is still tracking Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Because the, the ninja, the ninja woman, I'm going with the ninja woman, was at the place that Vanessa was killing the ferals right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And she took out a couple things. So who is the ninja woman? I don't know. Like, I think we're getting closer to it. We have to be. And basically the ninja woman's just pulling a Sam. Anyhow, that's all that is. Because I think it is a vampire who just doesn't want to get sunlight. Right, get burned. Yeah. Because, you know, it worked for Sam. I'm sure other... Other uh, vampires out there, what they have a lick of sense and figure this out also. Hey, if we just gather up clothes, we don't really burn it nearly as horribly bad. Yeah. Also, she does have some major ninja skills. Oh, yeah. Which is makes me go, who is it going to be? I don't know. We'll find out soon, I guess. I would say it was Rebecca, but I'm pretty sure Rebecca did. Yeah, I think, like Vanessa said, we saw her burn to a crisp. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. Hard to tell. I guess we'll find out. Eventually. Um, my favorite line from Vanessa, mm-hmm. I kill vampires before they kill me. What else is there to know? Yep, pretty That's much. That's Vanessa. 
<laughs> my favorite line was still that she's a Van Helsing. That's her plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else on this one? No, this was just a really, really good episode. Can't wait to see next week. Yes, definitely. I can't wait for it either. Um, so we had this picture. If, you, if you're in our Van Helsing sci-fi fan group on Pure Fandom, uh, Roland uh, posted this the other day, last week actually. He's scabbed, by the way, of a picture of a post office that they filmed in that will be showing up eventually, I would imagine, in some episode. So he said, are you ready for a real Van Helsing ghost story? This is Riverdale Psychiatric Hospital, built in 1913. Many of the scenes shot for Van Helsing are located in this haunted building. Like a vinyl record, the vibrational history of this building is etched within its halls, waiting to be replayed for someone sensitive enough to pick up on it. Van Helsing's production loves the authentic, freaky vibe. Another building in Vancouver that we shot many scenes at and proudly call home was an old post office building on Georgia Street, which, of course, is noted to be haunted. This story was told to me a couple of times. Way back when, a gentleman applied for work at the post office building when it was functional and was told to wait alone in the sitting room. A quiet-mannered lady came by and mentioned to the gentleman to follow her, which he did. Through the halls and stairways they went. Where are we going, he asked. The lady turns and smiles, continuing to go deeper into the building. They end up in an open area where all the floors are seen above as you look up. Metal railings overlooking down like giant levels of teeth. She points to the floor. He examines the area where she pointed at. She seems to have simply gone when he looks back. Hello? As he is lost in the maze of the hallways, he finds his way back to the office area that he was waiting in earlier. The office workers ask him where he went as they were looking for him. He replied that an assistant lady took him to a vacant lower area, pointed to the floor, then left him there. The workers looked at one another. One of them, moments later, brings out an old photo of past employees and asks the gentleman, Was this the lady that you followed? He answered, Yes. It was then explained to him that this particular lady in the photo unfortunately took her life or fell over the railing by accident, landing at one of the lower levels where she'd been seen pointing at the area where the body was found. Needless to say, after hearing this news, the gentleman decided not to work at the old post office building. Dun, dun, dun. And this is like that last, when we talked to Roll last time, he was telling us about the uh, underground area that they were working in and doing the filming for first season, that they Mm -hmm. were seeing stuff down there. Oh, yeah. A lot of haunted areas up there in Vancouver. Yeah, they find the best places to shoot. Like, this store was really creepy. It's an awesome looking picture, too. It's all in black and white. It just looks creepy. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm not going in there. Nope. That's a no-end house right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got anything else? No, that was it. All right. So, yeah, uh, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other stuff we got going on there. Like, you know, we just did the season finale in no-end house for Channel Zero last night. Check that out. That was pretty awesome. And we got some Riverdale stuff. And we'll have other things going on here. We we Our Halloween thing didn't come out quite as we wanted to, but we do have episodes that we're going to release at some point. And actually, we just figured we're just going to do horror movies all the time because we just like horror movies. That's it. I can watch horror movies all year round. So we'll just put them out occasionally. And I... Oh, 
Speaking of horror movies, I just thought of a Thanksgiving one I should make you watch. What? Thanksgiving. Is that the thing with the turkey? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fine. Is it better than the one with the snowman? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I mean, I'll watch it, but still. Uh, did you watch the Call to Chucky? Yes, I did. It's awesome. Call to Chucky, great. <sighs> okay, Brad. <laughs> You go watch Freaks, though. Freaks on Hulu. I binged that this past weekend. Oh, it was so good. Freaks on Hulu. That's a new thing. That's not the Freaks that I told you to watch, is it? I don't think so. No, no, no. The Freaks you told me to watch was from the 30s, right? Right. Is that on YouTube? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I, you'd have to look. All right. I have to figure out how I can watch it. No. Freaks is the original series from Hulu about the kids that got stuck in the school and there was like this industrial accident outside and it's it's actually really good. I ended up binging the first and second season this past weekend and then I went back and watched Stranger Things getting ready for season two this Friday. Okay. Yeah. Freaks. And the 19- I started watching Grimm again. Yeah. Freaks the 1932 version is a, about a whole bunch of circus freaks and a couple other things that happen and it's really kind of cool because... Yeah, it's a lot of uh, real life performers that were doing stuff back then. It's uh, it was kind of like banned for a while, and people freaked out about it. And 1932, it's good. Go watch it; it's fun. Okay, I'm gonna look it up on YouTube. See if it's there. All right. Okay, so until next time, if you have that new friend who wants you to be more like their old friend, go make a different friend. Hello, Muhammad. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.